Welcome back to the Minor Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. We've been on a brief hiatus, but now we're back. This slightly abridged podcast comes from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page. I very much suggest you check that article out and share it among your colleagues if appropriate. And as always, please spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for Lynn Walker's content. Today, I'm going to be reading about some Petition Information Management Service Delays, or PIMS, as I'll call it for the rest of the podcast. And these delays are impacting some NIV issuances. At the end of the podcast, I'll give you some advice for foreign nationals and employers on how to avoid or minimize delays. So bear with me a little bit. We aren't just going to tell you about a problem on this podcast today. We also want to let you know that there is a solution. So let's get into it. We know you are tired of hearing about it, and frankly, we're tired of talking about it. But unfortunately, the COVID-19 pandemic here in 2022 has continued to wreak havoc on those seeking to travel internationally. From geographic travel bans to the sudden closure of U.S. embassies and consulates abroad, in the past two years, we've witnessed significant challenges for foreign nationals seeking to obtain visas to enter the United States. As COVID-19-related conditions in each country continue to change, embassies and consulates must continue to balance the health and safety concerns of their personnel and visa applicants with expanding routine visa services, all while operating with limited resources. Consequently, the process of scheduling and obtaining a non-immigrant visa, or NIV, appointment has become significantly more complicated and many NIV applicants are continuing to wait several months to secure the needed appointments. Further complicating these delays are issues with the Petition Information Management Service, and I said I would call it PIMS, so I will from now on, created by U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, or USCIS, to provide consular officers with electronic access to petition information and most importantly, confirmation that a petition has been approved on behalf of the foreign nationals seeking an NIV. Although foreign nationals receive a Form I-797 approval notice from USCIS to confirm that a non-immigrant petition, or Form I-129, has been approved on their behalf, PIMS is the only source of petition approval evidence used by consular officers to issue H, L, O, P, Q, or R NIVs. As most practitioners are aware, Form I-129 petitions should be filed with USCIS in duplicate. Upon approval of the I-129 petition, the duplicate copy is sent by the USCIS Service Center to the Kentucky Consular Center, or KCC, for uploading into PIMS. Now, historically, from the date of approval, the process of updating PIMS to reflect approval of an I-129 petition has taken between 3 to 10 days. However, we here at Minor and Landis recently had three clients experience extensive delays in the NIV issuance because USCIS failed to timely upload the approval of their I-129, O-1B-02 petitions into PIMS. In each of these cases, the clients had to delay their flights to the United States 
because the PIMS delays resulted in prolonged wait times for their NIVs to be issued. So let's dig into some of the details of how this happened. Of course, all identifying information has been removed or altered in these examples to protect the confidentiality of our clients. That is always extremely important to us. In the first case, the I-12901 petition was approved on July 29th, and the foreign national attended her interview in Bangkok, Thailand on August 10th. During her NIV interview, she was advised that her O-1B visa could not be issued because USCIS did not upload the O-1B petition or approval into PIMS. Although the consular officer continued to contact KCC for confirmation of approval, the KCC did not respond. On August 16th, we contacted the California Service Center. On August 16th, we contacted the California Service Center, and we were told by the USCIS officer that we had to submit an email requesting that the duplicate copy of the petition and approval be uploaded to PIMS, even though this is already supposed to be done automatically by USCIS. After contacting USCIS, we received an email confirming that the required information was uploaded into PIMS and our client received her O-1B visa approximately three days later. In total, however, our client had to wait 17 days for PIMS to reflect the approval of her O-1B petition. The second and third cases we want to talk about today involved an O-1B musician and her O-2 manager, both of whom were applying in Athens, Greece for their visas. The O-1B petition was approved on July 29th and the O-2 petition was approved on August 1st. The foreign nationals had their visa appointments on September 14th and were told by the consular officer that their NIVs could not be issued because USCIS had not uploaded their petitions or approval into PIMS, just like the other one. As these cases were filed with Premium Processing Service, we were able to email the Vermont Service Center to request that the petitions and approvals be uploaded into PIMS as it had been 47 days since the O-1 petition was approved and 44 days since the O-2 petition was approved. Short footnote here, fortunately the O-1 petition was filed with Premium Processing Service, so we were able to speak with the USCIS officer about the PIMS delay. If the petition had not been filed with Premium Processing Service, it's not clear how long it would have taken to resolve this issue, so that's an important point. After contacting USCIS, we received an email confirming that the required information was uploaded into PIMS and our clients received the NIVs approximately three days later. Okay, so now let's get to some useful information about handling problems like this and try to make sitting through this podcast up to this point really pay off for you. Given how unpredictable international travel continues to be, what can foreign nationals and their employers do to help avoid these delays? Well, here are some useful tips to keep in mind. One, have realistic travel plans and start the NIV application process as early as possible. If a U.S. employer is planning to transfer a foreign national to the United States on, let's say, January 2nd of 2023, waiting until October 17th of 2022 to start the process is already too late to ensure that the foreign national will be able to enter the United States we recommend starting the process at least, at least three months in advance of the proposed transfer, if possible. 
the longer the employer or foreign national waits to start the process, the more likely it is that there will be a substantial delay in securing a visa appointment. Moreover, such a delay translates into an increase in resources, time, personnel, and legal costs to prepare and submit an expedited visa appointment request. The foreign national and employer should check the DOS published visa wait times and prepare the DS-160 NIV application as soon as possible. If an NIV appointment is not available during the proposed travel date, then an expedited visa appointment request may need to be prepared and submitted, keeping in mind the following that the procedure for requesting an expedited visa appointment is different at each embassy and consulate. That in order to submit a request for an expedited visa appointment, the foreign national must complete and file the DS-160, pay all related visa application fees, and schedule the earliest appointment available, even if it's months from their expected travel date. Keep in mind also that expedited visa appointment requests are discretionary, meaning that even an urgent or compelling request can be denied if the embassy or consulate does not have the staff or resources to process such a request. And finally, keep in mind that even if the expedited visa appointment request is granted, does not mean that the foreign national will get an immediate appointment or that the NIV will be issued. Number two, always file the I-129 petition with a duplicate or KCC copy. Number three, contact USCIS in advance of the NIV appointment to ensure that PIMS has been updated to include the petition and its approval. Four, obtain legal guidance and assistance from an experienced immigration attorney. We can't stress this part enough because having the guidance and assistance of an experienced immigration attorney during the NIV process is invaluable. Not only can the immigration attorney provide the most up-to-date trends and challenges in immigrant law and visa processing, they can also assist in preparing an expedited visa appointment request and the documentation required to support such a request. Moreover, an experienced immigration attorney can also provide guidance on legal options and strategies if the expedited request is denied or if the appointment is scheduled later than the foreign national's proposed travel date. The immigration attorneys at Minor and Landis have significant experience in the NIV process, from preparing and filing I-129 petitions to providing specific guidance on completing the NIV application and scheduling the NIV appointment. If you need assistance with the NIV process, please contact us for a consultation as soon as possible so that we may determine what options are available to you. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.